Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the 808 Podcast. It's a podcast where I interview business owners, CEOs, marketing people, whoever else I feel like for questions in eight minutes and eight seconds because 808 looks like Bob and here we go. Question number one, a few senses. Tell me who you are and what do you do? I'm David Valverde and I am the founder and CEO of Pranos. We're converting car windows into digital displays. Boom, right to the point. Love it. Number two, what advice would you like to share, David? Go for it. Sure, I'd like to kind of talk about um, how to build a team. So when we first started, recruiting was one of those one of those things that uh, was a bit challenging because we didn't have the PR. And after we went through, uh, in my first company, we went through YC and we had a lot of PR, tech crunch, everything else. And at that point, we we, we had the credibility to, to hire almost anybody we wanted to. So really my, my ethos when I'm building a team is to surround myself, whether it's my C-suite or the rest of my team, um, with people that are very experienced or seasoned and really at the end of the day that kind of compensate for my weaknesses. So whether that's in uh, React Native or mechanical engineering or marketing, but mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it's really bringing in people that are a lot more competent than you in, in, in every area. I've seen, I've seen this mistake in a lot of other startups where uh, mm-hmm. we just kind of bring in bringing people around their level or below their level, and you're not really growing your business. Right. You are kind of stagnating the business. I think at the end of the day, it's, if you really want to grow your business, you got, you have to take that leap of faith and hire people that are, are more experienced or are more qualified. You can't really be insecure about that. And it is a big insecurity, I think, for a lot of uh, founders. Right. Because sometimes you don't want to, you don't want to have to admit that you're not the smartest person in the room, but to, to grow, you have to admit that. Of course. Right. I mean, it, I mean, intelligence, it's, 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 it's an infinite continuum. I mean, it mm-hmm. never ends. So you're never going to be the smartest. Well. So let me, let me ask you this. So again, I do marketing. And sure. so you're looking for, look, look, we're going to play a hypothetical game. You're looking for a marketing person for Piranhas. You're right. interviewing me. What are some things that I, if I said them would be a major red flag? Well, a major red flag um, for me would be if, if I can ask you the question I always ask is it, kind of walk me through some basic steps on how you problem solve and how you, you know, kind of outline that and how you overcame those obstacles. And if you can't really go into the details of how you figured that problem out or fix that bug, then mm-hmm. I know that you really weren't the one that took charge of that project. And you really right. don't know what you're talking about when you keep it very high level. So I kind of look for people to kind of really, really, really get real granular about their experience. Right. You want to make sure they have the granular people. You don't want to, someone says, well, how'd you fix the problem? Well, I built a funnel and put more people in it. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. What tools did he use? Right. How did you, how did you reach out all those things? Right. I want to get into the real weeds of how you did it. And that kind of shows me your competence, competency levels. Awesome. That, that part there. And probably if I came to the interview drunk, that would also be a bad thing. Most definitely. Most definitely. Make sure, I want to, I'm giving people tips on things not to do because that amuses me greatly there. Exactly. There we go. So let's get to question number three. What basically it is time for shout outs. And David, who are you shouting out? I'd say probably Richard Kramlin. Um, uh, he's the founder and chairman of uh, NEA, which is one of the largest venture capital firms in the world. And he's actually a very close friend of mine. And <laughs> I've been really friends with him for the last two years. And then Sean Agarwal, who was one of my first mentors, um, he's a chairman of Lyft. And uh, he, He's really the reason um, that this all kind of started. <laughs> so, nice. 
Awesome. Uh, I will look them up there. Appreciate that. There. Number four, final fun question. Perfect. David, tell me about your first sale. For sale. Um, well, I mean, I guess our partnership with Interscope Records and uh, Quality Control Music, which is uh, two of the largest record labels and working with Rich the Kid and the Baby and Amigos um, and being official vendors mm -hmm. uh, with, their, with their company and just really allowing them to use our system, our broadcasting system to uh, just, just really just at the end of the day, it's just, it's something that was, that just matched up with them and, and love what we do. And I think that's one of, the most, I mean, I guess it's really our, our first sale, but I guess the first should Like most, the epic sale. I've actually been thinking about changing that question to tell me your most epic sale. Okay, well, yeah, so that, that's probably the most epic sale. Um, strategically, PR-wise, um, it's taken us to the next level, and that's how we're going to market is through these influencers. And, mm -hmm. and, if, and really, fortunately, they, they really love what we're doing. Right. Because it's something that kind of, it's compatible with the hip-hop industry and media in general. So. Right. To totally is there. So you now have three minutes and 15 seconds left. So a couple of things. You can do some promo time. You can ask me a question. You can make fun of my patchy beard, whatever you want, or we can in early. Go for it. Sure. Well, I I'd love to kind of just get another question from me. I'm, I'm sure I'm glad to kind of just continue to talk about uh, building a team. Maybe if you have follow-up questions about that. Okay. So let me think of a good follow-up question because I didn't have one on that part there. So... How does someone negotiate salary at a startup? That's a great question. So, I mean, when it comes to negotiations at a startup, it's very tricky because um, startups have uh, very limited, uh, li very limited capital structure a lot of times in the early stage. Um, so you want to leverage your stock options and incentivize people with, with something outside of financial compensation, whether it's stock options, benefits, giving them the, you know, uh, inflated title or a title that they, they dreamed of, leadership position, growth. So when you negotiate, really as far as negotiating is concerned, I like to always put myself in the position of the other person because I've been on the both sides of the table. Right. And I like to be fair and just. And really our ethos is all about transparency, communication, and justice. So then the day I want to, I want to come to a place where it's mutually beneficial and it's just, market, you know, market standard. Um, so when we're, I mean, I, I mean, I, I negotiate equity with, with team members, advisors, investors all the time. And at the end of the day, it's, it's interesting. I mean, it, it's, it, it's something that it's a skill that you have to just develop, but uh, I never really, tr I, I never really get greedy with it. I always just try to try to come to a middle ground. And, and a lot of times I actually always give the, the person more than they expected just to, uh, to show that goodwill. Yeah. So another question is if, you know, so I'm at a C, you know, I'm hired at a C-suite level. We're negotiating what percentage of the company I get in stock options. What is generally the average? For a CEO? Well, a C-suite, okay, like CMO, CTO, something along those lines there. Sure. Well, it depends what stage you are. Um, let's say, you know, we're a series B, series C company and we're worth 100, you know, north $100 million dollars. Really standard mm -hmm. at that point, it's about 1%, maybe okay. less, um, in stock. Um, so, you know, but let's say your company's worth 10 mil. Um, I think what's, you know, with, with, with some of the C-suite guys that we brought in, you know, it's, it's definitely a, a bit more than that. Right. Perfect um, there. Hey, yeah. I want to interrupt because you have 30 seconds left. Would you like some promo time for Browns? 
Sure. I mean, if you guys want to learn more about Pranos, we're converting car windows to digital displays. And, and this system basically allows people to broadcast any message they want directly from their phone. If you'd like, go to www.pranos.ai or check us out on WeFunder. We're doing a public offering um, through RegCF and SEC. And feel free to check that out. WeFunder, just Google Pranos and, yep. and you'll find out about the offering there. Well, I'm putting both links in the description there. So you pulled it up. Four questions in eight minutes and eight seconds. David, why is it eight minutes and eight seconds? Well, because eight minutes, 808 spells Bob, right? It does. It does. Love it. Your website, say it real quick. Ronalds.ai. It's in the description. It's magic. David, thank you so much for being on. Tip of the hat to you. Thank you, sir. Appreciate You're it. welcome. And for everyone else watching and listening, I am legally required to tell you to like, share, comment, subscribe, thumbs up, ring the bell, whatever the heck the social media network tells you to do. You all have a good one now. Talk to you. Bye.